All right, welcome everyone to the College Football Review. Uh, I'm Aiden, and I'm here with Andrew. Say hi, hi guys. What's up? Uh, this is going to be our weekly look into the world of college football, kind of give our opinions on everything. Um, so let's go ahead and start with kind of the games that happened this, or I don't know, the one or two games that happened this past weekend. Uh, start with that Florida-Miami game. Pretty cringy, to be honest. Like, I It was a very sloppy game, yeah. I... Like, I don't know. Like, it was, like, almost who wanted to lose that game more? Like, the I don't know, the amount of turnovers and stuff like that. I thought that Florida had, like, multiple chances to just kind of, like, put that game away. But I don't know. Either Frank's making kind of dumb decisions or Miami kind of not being able to capitalize on anything. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously the inexperience in Miami's offensive line and quarterback Although the defense under uh, Manny Diaz, rookie coach Manny Diaz, is should be very bright in the future, but I don't know for Florida playing in the SEC East this year. If they want to be contenders, they're gonna have to play better than that. Yeah, I actually like Manny Diaz a lot. Like it seems like he'll be able to, like Miami might actually be able to contend at least in yeah, the could. ACC this year. Yeah, if they just put together some offensive production. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, so kind of going on from that and kind of the ranking side of it. Uh, Go and take a look at like the AP, kind of the preseason, the top 25. Uh, start at the bottom, uh, 25 through kind of 20 there. Uh, so kind of going from the bottom to the top. Got Stanford at 25, Nebraska at 24, Washington State 23, Syracuse 22, Iowa State 21, and Iowa 20. Kind of surprising Nebraska's in there, right? I mean, 4-8 and eight Yeah, 4-8. and eight. I know we were both shocked at... Nebraska being ranked. I guess Scott Frost has that much clout that he can kind of get you in the back end of the rankings. Yeah. They're hyping up this uh, Martinez kid, their quarterback. Yeah. Be Heisman contender. Well, we'll kind of talk about the Heisman like odds um, after this. But, yeah, like Martinez, I think, is like third or something right now, which is crazy. Like, yeah, it's wild. I also like Iowa State. Uh, kind of like Desmond Howard did on game day. I think the Brock Purdy quarterback there, I think he's really good. Yeah. And I like what they're building in Iowa State. And then Iowa seems like they're always just kind of stuck in no man's land there. Right, yeah. They'll probably finish around that ranking at the end of the year. Um, all right, so going for the next five, you got Wisconsin at 19, Michigan State 18, UCF 17, Auburn 16, Penn State 15. Uh, I don't know, kind of any input on those teams there. Seems like UCF uh, might take a step back without um, – What's his name? Mackenzie Milton. Yeah, Mackenzie yeah. Milton with that injury last year. So, uh, yeah, and they even lost their backup to Mackenzie Milton. So they're running with a Notre Dame transfer, Brandon Winbush. Yeah, <laughs> there. So we'll see how they play a Florida A and M to start the season tomorrow. But I mean, Wisconsin. I don't know who they have coming in a quarterback, but Jonathan Taylor should be. Yeah, they're going to give him a ton usual. of carries. Be healthy. And, I I think Auburn will be get in the top 10 at least once before the end of the year. Um, well, I mean, we'll kind of look forward to it. Oh, actually, we can do that now. Kind of looking forward to that Oregon game this weekend. Who do you, I think Auburn might be a three-point favorite right now. I think that's where the line was at. Uh, yeah, I think it's at three and a half right now. Well, uh, obviously, Auburn's got the super talented defense, especially up front of the defensive line. But I don't know, Oregon, They're it's kind of a battle of the – in the trenches, because you got Oregon's offensive line, yeah, Auburn's defensive line, but I think the difference in this game will be how Justin Herbert 
comes out and plays. Yeah. He had a lot, a lot of hype last season, especially at the beginning. He was playing really well, and he slid off at the end. So we'll see how he comes out. Yeah. I don't just see how Herbert does this year because, like, obviously that team has a bunch of hype. Great recruiting class. Uh, Cristobal seems like he's going to be really good for that program. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll kind of see how, how that ends up. Uh, where did we leave off? 15? All right. So then we got 14, Utah, 13, Washington, 12, Texas A&M, 11, Oregon, 10, Texas. So kind of some teams that might be able to make a jump, make a run for the playoff. Especially Texas seems like everyone's kind of on that bandwagon. Uh, well, obviously, Washington, the Jacob Eason, it's, they're going to be right there with Oregon contending for the North. Yeah. But uh, Texas a and is an interesting team to me. I, I'm really high on Texas A&M. I think they end up with 10 wins this season. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, their schedule is pretty, t- I think because they play Clemson at the beginning of the year, yeah, it's, right? Yeah, it's really tough. Yeah. And, like at Clemson. Yeah, I know that, I think it was Coward that had them like at 7-5 and five maybe. <laughs> like he kind of had them at the under, but I, I mean, I could easily see them going either way. I mean, they were kind of in all those games last year, right? I mean, they almost beat Clemson last year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, but Utah, I, everyone's kind of on that Utah bandwagon. I mean, I just don't see it. Like, yeah, they bring in a good team every year. Um, love their coach, but, like, are they really going to go have a 10-win season um, and contend for kind of the Pac-12? I mean, they'll obviously contend in the South. I think the South's wide open, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, yeah, the, especially the South this year, like you said, wide open, anybody. Any team can win it. But yeah. It just, I definitely think people are uh, too high on them, especially uh, Lee Corso picking them to go to the national. Yeah, yeah easy there, Lee. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll kind of see how, how that pans out this year. All right, go to the next five. You got Notre Dame, Florida, Michigan, LSU, and then Ohio State at five. Um any issue with those rankings? I think Notre Dame's a little low, actually. I'd have Notre Dame over Michigan and Florida. Um, they're not losing many people from last year, I don't no, think. No, not at all. And I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd always have Ohio State over Michigan. Until Michigan can prove that they can beat Ohio State, I would never put them above above them. Yeah, I definitely uh, think Florida at eight at this point is a little too high. Probably. Uh, we'll see how they bounce back. I do like Notre Dame, too. I feel like I like Michigan a lot more than uh, most people do. And I think the most interesting team out of the teams you listed is Ohio State to see our new coach Ryan Day does with yeah. uh, Justin Fields Justin coming Fields. in from Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, it was interesting to see how Justin Fields does. Um, kind of, I mean, the list of quarterbacks they've had there, see how he compares. Uh, but they should obviously be right there at the end of the year. And then kind of the final four uh, of the AP poll for the beginning of the year. Some familiar faces. Got Oklahoma at four, Georgia at three, Alabama two, and, of course, Clemson number one. Uh, This just seems like it'll probably be another Clemson-Alabama right there at the end of the year. Um, I don't know. Hopefully one of them gets knocked off so another team can get in there. But Oklahoma with uh, Jalen Hurts, like what's your kind of opinion? Will they be there at the end of the year? Um. They certainly have that potential. I be interesting because Jalen Hurts obviously is not the as talented of a thrower as Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield was. So I don't think the offense will be as explosive, yeah, as it had been in uh, years past. But 
with uh, Anderson coming back at running back, uh, I definitely think they certainly have the potential to be a top four team, if not contend in the playoff too. Yeah, yeah. I I I mean, I just think that their defense is going to be considerably better because I'm with you. Like Hurts, I mean, he's not going to be the number one pick in the draft next year. And obviously, you had back to back number one overall quarterbacks. Like defense is going to have to improve because last year they were just beating people in shootouts. Yeah. And um, but I don't know. They did get a new DC, right? Yeah, they did. They got uh, the guy from Ohio State. Can't remember his name, but yeah. Um, so I don't know. That'll probably improve a little bit, but probably be neck and neck there with Texas at the end of the year. And then Alabama, Clemson. You got a favor between those two. Kind of who thinks the better team right now on paper? Um, I would go with Alabama. I I think they're a pissed from last season because got their asses handed to them by uh, Clemson. Yeah. And uh, I I just think they're bring back better players. Clemson lost that entire talented defensive line, which basically bullied Alabama's offensive line in the title game. And that was the difference. Yeah. I mean, I think that if Trevor Lawrence is, you know, supposedly, because Erwin Meyer just called him, what, the best quarterback ever in <laughs> cultural history. history. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's crazy. And if he's that good, then, I don't know, they probably should run through the, the ACC and then, I don't know, be heavy favorites in the playoff. Um... All right, so that's it for the top 25. Let's go ahead and jump over kind of to the Heisman odds. Kind of wanted to talk about this. Obviously, two heavy favorites, Trevor and Tua. Um, and then kind of currently odds I'm looking at. They have the Nebraska quarterback, Adrian Martinez, at 3 at 10 to 1. Jalen Hurts, 4th at 12 to 1. And then Justin Fields at 5th at 12 to 1. Um, I... It's obviously going to be, I think, a match between Trevor Lawrence and Tua. Uh, the only way I see that it goes differently is if it's kind of a similar situation to last year where Tua was almost getting pulled in some of those games. Americans are, like, blowing people out. And so, I don't know, maybe stats wouldn't be as high. Um, but I think Trevor Lawrence has to be the favorite right now. I mean, there's just so much hype behind him. As long as he just plays decent. I mean, he's got to play really well to win Heisman, obviously. But um, I think he should probably be the heavy favorite. Uh, I mean, if I had to pick one of them, I'd pick Tua. I mean, everyone thought he had the Heisman on lock last year. Yeah. Until basically the last couple of games when he uh, hurt his, uh, his heel and Kyler Murray kind of uh, just tore it up at the end of the season. But I definitely think a dark horse could be Sam Ellinger. Yeah. He feels a lot like Tebow. And especially Texas is a good year. Yeah, it sort of takes in difference is going to be in uh, week two during that LSU game. Yeah, we'll see what he uh, he's able that'll to do against be, that defense. That'll be a big game. It'd be interesting if he wins. How that him and Baker at the Heisman House. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it looks like the top eight or nine guys are all quarterbacks for the odds. And then you got three running backs: Jonathan Taylor, Wisconsin; Etn, Clemson; and then DeAndre Swift at Georgia. Mm-hmm. I actually, I think DeAndre, I like DeAndre Swift. I think that's kind of. A, I mean, Georgia's kind of had a good run of running backs here. I think he might be a guy to watch out for if he, he kind of gets going. Um, but I think Fromm would probably be the biggest favorite on that team if, if they were to have a great year. Um, well, the guy everyone seems to be high on is the Rondell Moore guy from Purdue. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting because they'd have to have a really good season. Yeah. And he'd have to be playing really well. Yeah. It's, let's see. He's the first wide receiver. Then the second wide receiver is uh, Jerry Judy, who – I saw a quote on Judy. I was like looking at like mock drafts before this last draft, 
And they were saying that if he was in, um, or just right now, he's like one of the best route runners, NFL players included. Like, I think that's just crazy. It's crazy, yeah. They were saying he might be like a better prospect than Julio, which I don't know about that, but he'll definitely probably be a, maybe a top five pick next year. Yeah, certainly. One of the best receivers in college football. Yeah. yeah. Their receiving core is just loaded, Bama's. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know. Um, all right, so kind of shifting away from the Heisman, we'll kind of look at conference by conference. Um, let's go ahead and start with start with the ACC. Uh, I'm going to go on a limb and say Clemson. <laughs> Do you think they go undefeated? Yeah, yeah. I don't see them losing on that schedule. I mean, the toughest game is what? Probably Syracuse. Syracuse, yeah. Um, and, how do you think Florida State's going to do this year? Uh, I think they make a bowl game. Maybe 7-5. and five. Yeah. Uh, I'm not the biggest Willie Taggart fan, but I definitely think they'll be better than last season. Yeah. Um, and then, looking at the Coastal, you think Miami wins that side? Um... Yeah, I'd probably go with Miami after the way I've seen that defense play. You got Virginia, too, there. Virginia Tech. Uh, Pitt, obviously. I mean, I don't think it's going to matter. Clemson will probably blow them out in the ACC title game anyway. But, I don't know. I would certainly be a success under a first-year coach. Yeah, right. A conference title game. Yeah. Kind of a good thing to build off of. Um Let's see. ESPN has a non-conference game of the year, A&M at Clemson. Kind of that. I mean, that was a great game last year, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, It's a good pick. I'd Mine would personally be either Texas, uh, LSU, or Notre Dame, Georgia. Yeah. I think those two are going to be – I mean, Clemson, Texas, A&M should be great, but I feel those two are even big. higher level. Yeah. All right, let's go down to the Big Ten now. Um, so, obviously, start with the powerhouse division there, the East. Um, I like Ohio State, personally. I I mean, I know Michigan has all this hype and stuff like that, but I'm, I still, until someone beats them, um, I'll take them maybe to go, maybe have one loss, maybe to one of those other, be the Penn State, Michigan State, or Michigan, but I see them winning that, that division. Um, well, this is where we differ. I think Michigan... I think this is the year Harbaugh finally gets over that hump. No more Urban Meyer to deal with. So, I I don't know. Ryan Day, I should have a successful season. They'll definitely be in the top ten at the end of the year. But yeah, I think both teams might be undefeated going into that game. Yeah, that would be, be crazy huge. if that was. That would probably be the game of the year if that was, yeah. that was the case. But I'm pretty sure it's at uh, Michigan this year. So, yeah, I that, think that's where they get the advantage. An advantage. Um, and then what about Penn State, Michigan State? Either of those two you think will be? I don't think uh, they'll middling maybe. Yeah, I know Michigan State returned basically all their starters on defense, so they'll have really solid defense. But that offense, yeah, they can't really move the ball. Yeah, and I don't know who Penn State's got on either side. They've lost so many people like yeah. these past couple of years. Um. All right, and then the West. Does it really matter? <laughs> who cares? Um. Nebraska, like ESPN has them projected finishing eight and four, That's literally crazy. flipping their record from last year. I mean, I get the whole Scott Frost thing, but I think Northwestern will be better than them. I think Iowa will be better than them. Wisconsin will obviously be better than them. 
and then I don't know they're kind of fighting for the bottom half of that division. Um, I think it'd be successful if they make a bowl. I mean, they obviously have Martinez, uh, like, but I don't know. The Big Ten is just so loaded. Yeah. If I had to pick a team to come out of there, I'd probably go with Wisconsin. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor have a big year. Bring him to the title game. It, yeah, and obviously Wisconsin's got a chance against any of those. Maybe make a Rose Bowl run. They can upset. Yeah, the if they can upset. Top team. All I need is a game. Yeah, that's true. All right, then moving on to the Big Twelve. Um, this is an interesting kind of top-heavy. Probably going to be an Oklahoma versus Texas season. ESPN's got Oklahoma and Texas both finishing at eleven and one. Um, so. Yeah, that conference title game, if that happened, would be crazy. I I tend to lean OU just because of um, Lincoln Riley. I, I don't know. I, I just think that their team, especially with you know CeeDee Lamb, everyone on that, that offense, I don't know. I think Texas will lose more than one game. And then it might come down to the Red River rivalry, though, so... I don't know what your yeah. thoughts are there on uh, OU Texas. I should say, I think Texas beats Oklahoma during the season, but I think OU ends up beating them in the title game. Kind of a deja vu from last year. Yeah. But, yeah, if you give, uh, I think, one game on the line there with Lincoln Riley, I think they'd he'd give Jalen Hurts enough opportunities to win that game. Yeah. What do you think of Herman? Like, he's, I mean, I think I mean, he's obviously the best coach they've had there since Mac. Yeah. And, yeah, he's good. They just, I don't know, it's some, they get into the fourth quarter and they can't seem to hold a lead. Yeah, so right. They just try to build up as big of a lead as they can. And they had that big win over Georgia um, last bowl season. Yeah. So maybe that's some momentum. Don't think Georgia was entirely invested in that game. No. But obviously, it's still a big win. You know, I actually forgot. Changed my prediction. Kansas is winning the Big 12. 12-0. Les Miles returns to the national title game. Um, I'm just kidding. ESPN has them going 1-8 in conference. 1-8 in conference? Ah, wow. Les Lopes probably going crazy. I remember hearing that he had, like, the complete dyed hair now. Oh, yeah. He's definitely an interesting character. He's a... I think he's just what Kansas needed. Yeah. <laughs> just to chase it. Yeah, get there. some people in the stands. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows, maybe he gets a diamond in the rough recruit and he can put some stuff together. Yeah. I'd, you know he's only like one of four something coaches? Because it's Dabo, Saban, um, Les, to win a national title, like active coaches. And, yeah. um, and Jimbo, right? Jimbo, yeah. yeah. so those four. I don't think there's anyone else. Wow. Yeah, jeez. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Just shows kind of the dominance that there's been. All right, so and then let's go SEC. Obviously, the most loaded conference in football. Start with the East. Georgia, pretty favorite here. Um, yeah, I mean, unless Missouri is, and some people are jumping on that hype train in Florida. It'll obviously be a gauntlet for them, but I see Georgia winning that division. Yeah, I do too. I mean, they certainly have a very rough schedule, but if it was at Notre Dame, I'd be kind of concerned. But they have the game in Athens, so I think they should be good with that. And obviously Florida every year is a neutral side game in Jacksonville. And after the way Florida looked on Saturday, I don't know. I feel like Georgia would take them to school. Yeah. 
and then um yeah i i think georgia's actually a sneaky pick to finish the year as number one going into the playoff because they've been so close to beating bam all these years i think they can go undefeated um especially if they i mean it's gonna be super tough because obviously um like the gauntlet of the sec but I don't know. I think they could kind of not a dark horse because they're obviously a pick to make the playoff, but it finishes that one spot. Uh, and then looking at the West, do um, you think LSU can give any run to Bama at all? No, I think that <laughs> Bama continues to bully them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the biggest Joe Burrow fan. Yeah. I, not that he's a bad guy or anything. I just I don't think he's that good of a football player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, remember all the hype going into that game last year. And then yeah. they just that was that was one of the biggest letdowns of last year. It always seems like it's I don't know just Bama pulling away and winning by twenty. Yeah. Um. Let's see. That's basically the Power Five right there. Uh, do Pac twelve? Yeah. Uh, we can do Pac twelve. So, kind of a little local flavor here for us because we're we're out in Arizona. So, kind of finish with the Pac twelve here. Uh, start with the North. Um. I like Oregon over Washington this year. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, one, because I think that Herbert's better than Eason. And two, with their recruiting class coming in, I think I heard something that they're um, – well, this is Oregon's best football recruiting class Yeah, that yeah. they've had. Which is crazy. Because they got that defensive end Kelly. coming in who's like the number one. His number one recruit, yeah. Yeah. Stanford uh, would always be pretty decent probably. Yeah, well, this is probably – my uh, shocking pick. I have or I like Oregon. I like Washington. I think Stanford wins the North. Wins the North. Wins the North. I like the quarterback a lot, the Costello. I think he might be the best quarterback in the conference. I mean, obviously you got Washington State ranked here too, but yeah, after losing Gardner Minshew, I yeah, I don't, I don't see that. Yeah, I don't see it either. So yeah, I think Stanford comes out of nowhere. All right, shock some people. And then down to the south, um, obviously Utah is everyone's kind of pick right now. I see it being, as every year, super competitive division. Um, USC, I think Clay Helton survives the year. No, I don't. I think he's gone. Yeah. Maybe Urban Meyer? Oh, definitely Urban Meyer. He set himself up nice there in Fox in L.A. I hope not, dude. I mean. Yeah, because then we'd be SOL. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, cause we support the Arizona schools out here, and it's if Urban comes here, that's pretty much... You're looking at USC dominance for the foreseeable future. Yeah, uh, yeah I think it's just going to come down to those key games, like when it gets to conference play, Utah, USC, UCLA, ASU, U of A. I just think that um, those teams, kind of those head-to-head matchups, will decide it. I don't think anyone's winning 10 games yeah. in the South. I don't. I don't see it either. I think maybe eight that eight and four, six and three in conference gets you gets you to the title game. And you never know playing one of those Oregon Washington schools neutral site. Maybe you win, get to the Rose Bowl. Just, so, so who do you think? Uh, how do you think ASU or ASU Sun Devils are going to do with Jaden Daniels? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of hype. Um, kind of. I mean, the team's so. I don't want to say loaded, but you got veteran offensive line. A lot of juniors and seniors on that. And then receiving core, running back, all the skill positions on offense are really nice. And then 
uh, yeah, I think it all just comes on how Daniels kind of adjusts as a true freshman as the season goes. Thankfully, the se- the non-conference. I mean, we obviously go to Michigan State at the beginning of the or that third game. But I think those first two games will be kind of nice for him to kind of get his his flow going. Um, as long as they can pick off one or two of the Utah, USC, UCLA, I think they'll be right there. Kind of similar to last year where they were. Because I think the team will be better than it was last year. And they were right there with a chance to beat, if they would have beat Oregon, they would have been in that game. So I, I think that'll be a, it won't be like a four and eight, three and nine season. Um, but So who do you got one in the South? Uh, allegiances want me to pick ASU, but I don't know. I, 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 it's probably it's hard to go against Utah, just because of what I I like Whittingham a lot. I think yeah. he's a really good coach. Um, I, I don't think they'll be as good as everyone says they'll be, but it's kind of tough to, you know, pick against them when they were, you know, won it last year, or no no no. Um, yeah, they won it last. Year. No, they won it last year. Yeah, that's right. They won the South last. They year. They won the South last year. Um, yeah, won it last year, which actually is kind of an a point against because it doesn't seem like anyone repeats in the South. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, moving over to U of A. Kind of a tough game for you guys this past week. Yeah, you know my problem was is the scheduling. I don't know why. I mean, obviously you don't expect to lose to Hawaii, but that's such a week zero going all the way to Hawaii to play. I mean, Hawaii didn't look bad. No, but... It, there's tons of blame to go around. I mean, uh, let me start off by saying uh, fire Marcel Yates. He has a <laughs> bum. He can't coach. He can't tackle for some reason. Colin School, our freshman year, looked like the best linebacker in the country. Now he can't tackle. <laughs> it's so weird. And then, but did team did force six turnovers, and the offense didn't put up enough points off six turnovers to win. Yeah. I think we were at like a – we must have been plus two in turnover differential, which is yeah, shouldn't usually points to winning the game, but it's not, and it's not like Hawaii was doing anything different from the past couple of years. But yeah, frustrating. I I think it was just timely turnovers, like the the Tate interception in the red zone. I mean, they're obvi- if he doesn't throw the pick there, they're obviously going to score. Yeah, and then that's just kind of a huge swing there. Um. um but, I mean, looking at the non-conference, like, it's not going to kill them. It's a non-conference loss. Yeah. Um, who do they play next week? Uh, NAU. NAU. Well, we have off Win. this week. Yeah, off this week. Yeah. And then NAU and then Tech, Texas Tech. So, I don't know. Yeah, my hope's just to get to the bowl game, kind of end Khalil Tate's career off. Yeah. Nicely. It, I think a good successful year for both teams, for ASU and U of A, is just being in contention for the South at the end of the year. I mean, that's, that's really all you can ask for because, I mean, you know, a lot of hate gets put on the Pac-12 for being kind of the weak conference, stuff like that. But it's super competitive every week. Yeah. And yeah. as long as you're kind of there with a shot to get in the Rose Bowl at the end of the year, it's, I mean, I think it can be classified as a good year. I will say this, my pick for the South, UCLA. UCLA? Yeah. I'm really? Sing it now. Even after UCLA. last year? Even after last year. Old chip. I think they come out firing and they shock some people. Obviously, I think they play OU in the Rose in the Rose Bowl, which is their home stadium. Yeah. And I, I 
probably lose that game, but yeah, I think when it comes to conference, I, I don't know, I feel like I like him. Yeah, I'm interested to see Chip kind of does these next couple years, seeing kind of regaining that magic from his time at Oregon. Um, obviously, didn't work out last year at all. Yeah. They were trash, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Pac-12 has got some great coaches in it. Yeah, yeah, they get Urban in here. You think you got the best? Yeah, Whittingham. Got uh, obviously Chip. Got David Shaw. Crystal Ball is really good. Crystal Ball. Bleach. Herm. Herm. Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan. No. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, that's basically the. Oh our, wait! Before we're done. Playoff. Oh yeah, the, yeah. We, we got to do our playoff predictions here and kind of see how it holds up at the end of the year. All right. Um, you want to start it off? Yeah, so uh, at one, I'll have Bama as my one seed. Okay. Uh, two, I'd probably put Clemson. And then three, I would have OU. And four, Michigan. Okay. So that would put Alabama and Michigan in the Peach Bowl. And then Clemson OU and the Fiesta Bowl. Wow. Out here, yeah. Which means Georgia gets left, left out, out again. Yet again. Have fun in the Peach Bowl again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, for the playoff, I got to put Clemson in. Probably at one. Because, I mean, everyone's saying Trevor Lawrence is this, you know, great of a quarterback. And if he's that, they're going to go and defeat it, run through the ACC. Um, I'm actually going to go... I'll go Georgia too. I like Georgia. Um, I, I like Georgia this year because I like Fromm. They they got Swift obviously and that great defense of uh, Kirby Smart there. Three, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ohio State at three, and then I'm gonna go Bama at four. Okay, so we get Clemson and Bama in the. And I'm going Bama at four because yeah. every year it seems like there's that debate. And they'll have strength of schedule. Because uh, I think Georgia will finally get by them in the title game. So. And, that, and if Bama's undefeated, that just they're not going to get left out of the playoff for losing an SEC title game. So then they'd be Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson. So that leaves a one-loss conference champion, Oklahoma, out of the playoff? Yeah, wow. yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I I just don't know about OU strength of schedule compared to Alabama if they knock off an LSU or a, um, Georgia once. I I don't know. I think we've just seen the committee kind of favor that. But I don't know. That'd be a that'd be a super close call. But I don't know. I think this will be the year Georgia actually gets in at least and kind of see how they do. And then I think Ohio State's going to get in. I think it's been too many years without them in it. Um, so. So it'd probably be Clemson, Bama, and the Peach Bowl, and then. Yeah. Georgia and Ohio State out in the Fiesta Bowl. It, so. Yeah. All right. That's uh, so. There's episode one of our uh, our show here. Well, uh, so every week we'll kind of you know look at the new kind of how the AP top 25 changes with the results of the week we'll kind of go over that 
kind of think we'll look at kind of standout players and everything, see how each, um, I don't know, conference is doing and stuff. And But that'll be the base of our show is kind of recapping the games and looking at the, the AP poll. And then once that playoff starts, those playoff rankings playoff start coming starts. out, yeah. we'll kind of, like before those come out on Tuesdays, we'll try to get in and kind of give our thoughts on where, where they should be. Because it seems like there's always controversy every year with the bias that the committee has. Yeah, definitely. SEC. SEC. ESPN, also known as the SEC Network. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for uh, tuning in, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Sounds good.